Sex Chat with Kim Ayers is proudly sponsored by CalExotics, the world's first woman-owned adult pleasure products manufacturer, The Magic Wand, the longtime favorite massager of millions, and NAS Toys, providing your sexual pleasure from head to toe. All of our fabulous sponsors' products are available at grandopening.com. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to a much overdue podcast of Sex Chat with Kim Ayers. It's yours truly here, Kim Ayers. And I'll tell you, I don't know what happened to summer, but it flew by faster than a speeding bullet, more loco than a powerful motive. It's a pretty good one, huh? I like that myself. Anyway, it's just been way too long and I've missed you. I've missed chatting with you. I've missed giving you the latest. I've missed a lot of it. And finally, with the air conditioner buzzing in the background, I'm recording this fabulous new episode of Sex Chat with yours truly. But you know what I wanted to remind you of is all the incredible special guests that have been on previous episodes of Sex Chat. And let me run them down. If you have not given a listen to them, please do. I mean, I love doing podcasts by myself, but I really love having guests on as well because conversation flows. We can be really honest with each other and they can be really, really amazing. So I know the first one was with my great friend, Brian Viglione. Yay, Brian of the Dresden Dolls who are going to be playing soon. So you can check out DresdenDolls.com. My two favorite people, Brian and Amanda Palmer. And let's see, I've got Dr. Patty Britton, who's a former president of ASEC, the American Association of Sex Educators, Counselors, and Therapists. She's been a guest. Oh, I've got Ashley Manta, who's the canisexual. Gosh, I learned so much from her about cannabis and sexuality. And, you know, I still haven't lit up a joint or done an edible either. <laughs> I don't know. I just have not done that since 1999. And I'm like, I do I want to, do I want to, I mean, you know, part of me, it's like, it's a pretty good streak, but I don't, I, uh, it's a, it's a funny thing about Kim Ayers. I mean, the thing is, is I think I mentioned in that podcast too, how I like having a drink because you can monitor it a lot more easily. Like, okay, if I stop drinking now, I'll be pretty sober in X amount of time or something like that. And I also know the effects of it. And with taking any kind of ingestible or kind of anything, for me, it's kind of unpredictable. So that's why like when I have sex, I do it straight and sober because I get so high on the energy of sex. Totally listen to Ashley Monta. Totally. It was so interesting. It was great. So she was a great guest too. Elizabeth Ann Wood, oh, our great sociologist professor. Hers was totally cool about a book she wrote called Bound and her relationship with her mom, who was actually a dominatrix. I just had a conversation with a friend of mine who's elderly, whose mom died at 107 years old. Can you believe lasting that long? Holy shit. Anyway, she told me things that her mom did. And I'm like, uh, that's probably abuse at that level, which yes, there's a fine line. One is consensual and one is absolutely not. And 
BDSM. So I was like, I wonder if your mom and dad like did that because it's nothing new, folks. It's been around forever. Oh, yes, just another topic for a podcast. See, I know you'll be listening to more of them because there's so much to talk about in this crazy sex world. I totally love it. Let's see, who else have we had? Oh, yeah. Kate Laurie. Oh, my God. She wrote a book called Open Deeply, which is, I'll say this time and time again, the best book. I won't say one of the best, but the best book on consensual non-monogamy. Yep. It's exactly what you you know, what you think it is. And it's exactly what I've been practicing ever since I think I was born. Honest. Uh, <laughs> I might have mentioned that in the podcast too. Is one time I said to my brother, I'm like, you know, sometimes I'd like to come home and, you know, have somebody there and have dinner ready for me and stuff. And my brother said to me, he goes, maybe you should become monogamous. And my response to him was, I would rather die. <laughs> I just I can't go there. It's a, not, a, you know, and when I meet somebody and want to partner up with them, I mean, I use the term partner a little loosely there. I'm right out there and I tell them, look, I'm not, I, I can't be monogamous. And if that's an issue for you, then we're just going to have this one and only meeting. Yeah, it's just how I roll. And maybe that's how you roll. Maybe it's something you've been thinking of doing. But yeah, if you need a guidebook, this book, incredible, open deeply. And the interview with Kate, fantastic. Kate Laurie, get that book. I, 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 you know, I, I, I start stumbling when I think about it because it's so damn good and so needed and amazing. I, I used the word amazing about 20 times in that interview because it just kept coming out of my mouth. Yes, many things do, as you know, because you are listening to Sex Chat with Kim Ayers. So that's me here, Kim Ayers. Now, I have a whole list of different topics of podcasts that are going to be coming up, like, oh, let's see, sex party stories. Yes, I've thrown sex parties, and they're pretty amazing, safe sex parties at that. Mm. And kind of with that swing, is it for you? another conversation. And health issues, we're going to talk about that soon. Anal sex fun, yeah. Technically, they say August is anal month or anal August. Yeah, well, you know, anytime you want to take it up the ass, no matter what month it is, do it. Safe, sane, and consensual. Oh, yeah, a couple of BDSM podcasts we're going to have coming up and stuff like that. So, Lots and lots and lots of topics because the world of sex is never ending. Oh, let me tell you, it's pretty amazing. But you know what? I got to thinking the other day, since it has been a little while since I recorded a podcast, what kind of topic should I hit on? And this one is really personal for me because it's something that happens a lot. I won't say so much a daily basis, but really frequently is I'll meet somebody and this can be like anybody. And when I show them my huh, infamous motorcycle tattoos that I have on my hands, actually, on my right hand between the index th finger and the thumb, it says twist. Between my pinky and middle finger, it says break. And on my left hand, I have a tattoo that says 
squeeze. And no, it's not a masturbation, you know, kind of instructions. No, no, no. It's how to ride a motorcycle. And when I tell people that I'm a hardcore rider, the response is always, oh my God, you're such a badass. And you know what? I have come to totally embrace the word badass. It fits me. It fits like a nice, warm blanket. It fits like a glove. I mean, everybody says that, but you know what I mean with that. I really love being called a badass. A lot of it has to do with, well, you know, I'm like kind of in my mid-60s, which is really weird because I sure as hell don't feel like that at all. So I think a lot of it is the response of like, wow, somebody your age is that rides three motorcycles. I know, but I only ride one at a time. And just like being in the sex toy industry, 30 years, next year's 30 years, 2023, hard to believe, but true. And just, I think my outgoing attitude and acceptance of things and people and sex and, and everything. I mean, I think that that's what contributes to being a badass. So I wanted to kind of tell you what I felt about that. And what about you? Have you ever thought that maybe you'd be a badass? I think what it is, is a lot of people are on the inside, but they're just too afraid to let their badassery out. You know, this is the thing. It's society and Jesus, criminy, social media. Fuck. Social media, like people pay too much attention to it. Me, I just you know, yeah, I've got to put stuff out on social media, but you kind of like have to these days. But you know, I've got a line that I'll tell you, it's my MO, modus operandi. I care what you think about, because I really do. But I don't care what you think about me. Because that's your baggage. That's your issues. Call me poor, call me slut, call me whatever, whatever. You know, that's your stuff. Me, I am me. You want to call me a badass? Well, I kind of like that, actually, as I said. So the thing is, is don't be afraid of what others call you because they're trying to intimidate. They're trying to, ooh, let's use that really kind of timely and sensitive word now, bully you. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, you're being a jerk. Well, that's what you think. I'm totally fine with it. And that's the thing is I've always been like, that's your baggage. It's not mine. I, I'm strong with who I am. I, I'm happy with who I am. I'm a badass with who I am. And this is something that I'd love more people to embrace, to just be fine with it, to be fine with being called names, basically is what it is when somebody calls you something, even if it's an adjective, you know, it's, it's really something like sometimes there's been, oh, I can almost count them on two fingers or something, that somebody went out of their way to put me down and say, you know, things and so on and so forth. And so I just let them go on and on, you know, as I'm kind of like looking skyward a little bit. And then I just said, are you done? I, I just want to know. Which totally deflated them. And it was just like, no, you're done. I mean, <laughs> I'm done. I, you know, I didn't respond in anger because that's what they want to feed into. I didn't respond with countering that, like, don't call me that or something like that. Nor did I accept what they said because I don't. 
because I know who I am and I'm proud of who I am and I'm proud of what I do. And I'm proud of, you know, yeah, all the sex stuff that I do and all the experiences that I've had and everything like that. I mean, it's just really, I'm proud of it. If somebody has a problem with it, that's their problem. So I don't, I don't wear it. I don't let that stick to me. I don't, I let it slide off. I just, it's just, I don't, doesn't bother me. I have, I have these funny stickers. They're called helmet stickers. Well, you can imagine why. And they're only about like an inch wide and about three inches long, which is a really small penis. But anyway, um, yeah. So helmet stickers, they're hysterical. So one I have, it says, tell your kids to stop pointing at me. Because God knows that's happened plenty of times. <laughs> and it makes me laugh. So there's just, there's, you know, this is it, is to be a badass and wear it and be a badass and own it. This is it. I mean, so many, like I said, so many people are too embarrassed. Oh my God, what are they going to think? Or oh, what are they going to say about me? You know what? Let people gossip. That's fine. Let them gossip because you know what? When you're proud of your own self and your own being and everything you do, it rises to the top. It really does. And people, you know, like I said, I just kind of like, yeah, whatever. So that's how you can be a badass. You know, if you, let's say, oh, let's just say you like using sex toys. That's a pretty easy one, huh? So maybe next time you're in a group, say, you know what? I really like using sex toys. Everybody will turn and look at you like, what are you saying? Go, yeah, I do. Just like kids like Matchbox toys and stuff like that. You know, normalizing it, 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 people don't know how to respond. And that's their thing. If they want to respond, they will. And if they're like, oh, tell us more. Well, what do you want to hear? See, and with saying that, it's kind of really setting uh, grounds for consensual conversation also, because I'm not going to tell them, well, I really like G-spot toys because it gets in there and it really does the bit. Well, maybe I'll say that, but you know, but that's the thing is when we have a, when I have a conversation like that, it's more finding out what the person's comfort level is in order to take the conversation further. And a lot of times they are so grateful for this particular badass, me, Kim Ayers, kind of opening the door for them to converse more about sex and what they like and sex toys and things like that. I can physically see them go from being kind of maybe confrontational to being more comfortable with it, you know, just because I'm being myself. And I think that that's like another key to being a badass. Be yourself. Don't fake things because I don't fake things. I don't, I don't, I have never faked an orgasm, but that's a whole nother podcast now, isn't it? So anyway, yeah, but that's it. Being honest, being yourself, being for real, all these things are definitely what contributes to being a badass. So I want you to go into the world and wear that badass attitude. You know, you can be a badass and be really kind. You can be a badass and really smart. You can be a badass and really freaking funny. So just incorporate that part of you. Be honest with yourself. Be proud. Be that badass because it would make me really happy.
So it's Sex Chat with Kim Ayers. And hey, this has been the badass episode. There'll be plenty more too. So just keep listening and subscribing and tell your friends, say, hey, listen to this real badass. She's like this sex toy expert and she rides three motorcycles. And she's also trained somebody on Sons of Anarchy. Yes, I did. Who's Rat Boy out there? Nico Nicotera. I trained him. But that's a whole nother, I don't know if it's a sex chat. <laughs> anyway, so listen, like, share, subscribe, and do all those good things to get even more listeners to Sex Chat with Kim Ayers. And hey, there's more in this episode. Thanks. Boop, 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 boop. You know, by that magic tone, it must be the joke of the podcast. Yes, it is. Okay, here we go. It's animal related. Oh, don't get nervous. It's a good one. So one time these three dogs are at the vet and they get talking to each other. And one dog says, what are you here for? He goes, well, I started getting really horny and I started humping my owner and she got really pissed, so oh, I'm here to get put down. And the other two dogs are like, oh, my God, that's terrible. He says, What's, what are you in for, second one? He goes, oh, man, same thing. You know, I started humping my owner, and I just I couldn't get enough, and I'm going after it. She got really pissed at me. and just, So, yeah, I'm going to get put down, too. I look at the third one. They said, what are you here for? He goes, yeah, well, you know, <clears throat> kind of the same thing. I was humping my owner really hard and, well, I'm here to get my nails trimmed. Oh! <laughs> I like that one. Hope you did too. All right, there you go. It's the joke of the sex chat with Kim Ayers podcast. Never dull moment. Thanks. Okay, and now it's time for the question of the podcast. You can always email me your questions at Kim Ayers Sex Chat. That's got two S's in the middle at gmail.com. Kim Ayers Sex Chat at Gmail. Or you can DM me on Twitter or Instagram. Of course, it's all at Kim Ayers. Thank God there's only one of me. Oh, goodness. So this one's a real good one because it's pretty interesting and very common in the sense that, well, you know, when you buy a sex toy, it kind of has to do with that. All right. So the question is, dear Kim, I am considering getting a vaginal toy, but I like all the shapes of anal toys. Can I use an anal toy vaginally? Well, what a great question. And actually, you know, it fits in with the review of the month too, or review of the podcast, uh, the lustful tri-spot, because that can be used anywhere. What I always say, and this is such a tough one for people, get what appeals to you visually. That's number one for any sex toy, no matter what you're going to use, inside, outside, wherever you're going to use it, get what appeals to you visually. That's huge. All right. What the other huge thing is, look at the product, not what it says on the label. So if you like a toy and it says anal plug, but you're like, I really kind of think that that would be great to be using vaginally then get it and use it vaginally. There's no such thing as the bedroom police that are going to be like, oh, you know, you're violating the rules of the title of the product here and stuff like that. That's not going to happen. So don't worry about that. But if you like the shape of something, 
even though it says something else on the box, then get it. And that can be the other way around too. If you like a toy that doesn't necessarily say anal and you're like, well, I'd like to put that up my butt. Totally go for it. Make sure that it has a flange on it so it's not going to get sucked up into Never Never Land, which is known to happen. Ask anybody who works in the ER, and that will tell you ER, anal stuff, horror stories. Okay, just saying that. So, yeah, so, so get what appeals to you visually. The color, the shape, the size. The color I don't get, actually, because you don't have eyes down there. But anyway, um, get what appeals to you the shape-wise. And if something is, it says anal toy and you like it and you're like, oh, that'll feel really good vaginally, then get it for sure. Don't listen to that. It's also something to think about too is an anal toy will tend to be shorter than a toy that's labeled for vaginal use. It tends to be shorter because of the rectum and the sigmoid, sigmoid curves and so on and so forth. So there's kind of a reason why butt toys are usually a general length. Now, this can help a lot of maybe post-surgery, post-cancer, post-childbirth, things like that. Things that may affect comfort inside the vagina is a shorter toy might feel a lot better than a longer one, which might go pressing against the cervix or, you know, any number of things that might cause discomfort vaginally. So an anal toy, I put that in quotes, air quotes, an anal toy might be more comfortable than using one that's made for a vagina. And then that way you also don't have to worry about like going in further than your comfort zone when it's already a shorter toy to begin with. And toys that are marked as anal toys definitely have a wide range of girth. So they're also very good if you're recovering from trauma or something like that because they tend to be shorter, as I just said, but a lot of them can be really narrow, as narrow as a finger, these anal toys. So again, think of the shape and the size of what you like and get it doesn't matter where you're going to put it like I said except for anal you want the flange that type of thing so get that and I think that that will answer your question on using a toy that says anal toy using it vaginally go for it it's all about pleasure thanks okay so I'm going to review a really incredible toy by NAS Toys, who's one of Sex Chat with Kim Ayers sponsors. I'll tell you, NAS Toys has been around way longer than I've been in the industry, which is almost 30 years now. I used to be called NAS Walk because that was the street they were on. How's that? And I've been friends with the owner for, well, just about as long as I've been in business. And it's, they have done so many incredible things and creations. Like, I don't want to say recently, but I'd say within the past 10, 10 years, something like that, they really upped their game. So they can be up yours. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a pretty good one, huh? Anyway, this one right here, this review is the Lustful Try Spot in pink, and they also have it in black. You know, it's it's kind of hot pink. It's kind of nice. Okay, so if you go to look at it, you'd say, oh, that's an anal toy. But that's what I love about this one. You can put it in anywhere. So you can put it in vaginally. You can put it in anally. You could 
probably put it in the mouth, although I don't know if anybody would want to do that. But it is one of the most versatile toys I've seen. It's it's so great. It's so great. So what it is, is it's, um, oh, it's got like about a four inch kind of uh, flange, I guess you would say, because you always want to have a flange if you're going to put in anything anally so it doesn't go disappearing up into anal land. Anyway, so it's a flange. But what the flange has is it's got ridges and bumps and it's not flat. So it's kind of wide. So when you use it vaginally, it'll, okay, well, I'm getting ahead of it. There's two vibrators on it at either end. I mean, that's incredible as it is. So there's two vibrators. So one at the top end, one at the bottom end. So it can vibrate the clitoris, you know, if you're using it vaginally, clitoris, and then the perineum, which is in between the vagina and the anus. So it can vibrate there too. And then what you put inside is textured. And there's a vibrator there too. So it's got three motors in this thing. It's, I'm having like an episode right now in a good way. Just, yeah, thinking of this toy. I mean, yeah, I could put it in, but then it would be kind of like a sex and no, I'll just review it. So the vibrator at the top, totally strong. It's got 10 different functions. And you can just change where you want it to vibrate and the strength and everything like that. And it's unbelievable because, like I said, you can use it anally and then it'll vibrate, you know, like I said, the, uh, it'll, right. So if you, if a vulva owner uses it anally, it'll vibrate the entrance to the vagina and it'll vibrate like a little bit further up the butt crack. So it can do that. And I mean, there's tons of nerve endings all in that area anyway. So it's going to vibrate there, but it's also going to vibrate inside. Now, if you happen to be a penis owner and you've got only the anus, well, guess what? You can slip it in anally. It'll vibrate the perineum. But then also the larger, slightly bulbed end of it can vibrate right under your balls. Yeah. And the perineum, like I said, and internally. I mean, this is such a great toy. And it's silicone, of course. So it's called the Lustful Tri-Spot. I highly recommend this toy because it's so versatile. And the, I just love it because it's silicone. So you can like wash it up, put it anywhere you want. Technically, you can share it, you know, after washing it. Because like I said, it's silicone. And of course, it's rechargeable. It is a fantastic toy. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you a little discount code that you can use on grandopening.com. It's available in two different colors, and I'm giving you exact discounts on each one. So you need a different coupon code, whether you're getting a pink one or a black one. So here's those all-important discount codes for a tri-spot pink your discount code is going to be T-R-I-S-P-O-T-P-I-N-K. No space in between that spot and pink, because we all like that pink spot now, don't we? So it's T-R-I-S-P-O-T-P-I-N-K. And guess what it is for black? Yes, 
try spot black. No space in between spot and black. So those discounts are really good because it just might cover your shipping charge. Mm-hmm. So you definitely want to get this toy. I really highly recommend it. And yeah, I know I recommend a lot of toys. It's because I want my listeners to get only the best and the ones that I really love. So the lustful tri-spot pink or black brought to you by one of our sponsors, NAS Toys. Get it at grandopening.com. Thanks. Thank you for listening and be sure to subscribe. Just hit that little subscribe button and give it a five-star rating on Apple. And be sure to share this podcast with your friends, family, partner, your dog. Well, you know, anyone who likes sex, thinks about it, wants to know more. You know, pretty much everybody. So subscribe, Sex Chat, Kim Ayers, and tell your friends. Thanks a lot.